toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. This episode is sponsored by Tom Palladino with Scalar Light. Sign up and receive your 30-day free Scalar Light healing at scalarlight.com. And you can listen to our interviews with Tom and the amazing health benefits and healing potential in episodes 73, 78, and 90. And I've personally been receiving the scalar energy daily and have really noticed the shifts with my sleep, which has been a lot deeper lately with the chakra balancing, energy clearing, and nutrient support. It's also a gift that I've been able to provide for my family. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey, and we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And this is our segment called Speak the Love. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters for allowing this biweekly conscious conversation. And we are so grateful for all the support we have received with monthly donations on Patreon, the five-star written reviews on iTunes, and the connection within our Awakening Souls Facebook community. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. So please spread the word to your family and friends and join us each week. And if you like what you hear, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to invite you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth releasing anything that is keeping you from being present and take another breath into your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release and take one more breath into your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. Breathe out light and love and sending it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. So our topic today is kind of a continuation of our last Speak the Love episode. So if you get a chance, check that out. It's called Demystifying Energy Healing. And so this conversation is a continuation of that, where we are going to be discussing creating energetic boundaries, because I think this is a really important topic in the whole energy realm. And even as my role as an energy healer, I find that creating boundaries around energy, which 
as we know, is everything. Energy is everything from our physical movement. It is the our thoughts and our feelings. And yes, it's also the relationships that we have with other people, even pets, even plants and other living beings. And so this conversation is going to be around how do we create boundaries where we feel safe, and valued and respected. And also knows that this goes both ways. So also we are creating boundaries for the energy coming within our energetic field and also that we extend out from our energetic field out to whether it's another person or plant or whatever it might be. And so I think this is an important conversation because if you are digging a little bit deeper into energy healing and the different modalities that there are, I think it's also important to create boundaries to keep yourself safe on many levels. Absolutely. I think this is a really beautiful topic. I love this topic because I think we can go throughout our day and have all these interactions with people and then come home and feel exhausted or tired, you know, super tired, drained, and not know why. And, you know, but when we start to think about the people that we interacted with and maybe someone was in a really bad mood or they were really angry or, you know, you had these interactions that were maybe, you know, all this energy was coming toward you and you're recognizing that, you know, you're tired, but you, a lot of times we don't really connect the dots to how we can feel so drained and, it's important to, you know, begin to look at these boundaries and how we can truly protect ourselves. And I know as, you know, helping professionals, myself as a therapist, and, you know, when I do energy work with people or, you know, other people, even interactions with friends and family members, it doesn't matter. Like if you're in the helping profession or if you're working with colleagues and in, you know, in another area, And it's important to recognize that other people's emotions and what they're expressing throughout the day can really have an impact on you and what we, the things we can do to protect ourselves, as well as the energy we output. Like you said, you know, it's not just about what's coming in, but what's going out. And so there's just things and awarenesses that we need to recognize that this energy is interchangeable. And I've heard somewhere along the way that, you know, energy, especially, well, our energy boundaries are, you know, about three feet outside of ourselves. But, you know, when someone walks into a room and they're, say, angry, right, you can feel that anger from across the room. So that is, something to pay attention to on how much that can really impact us, you know, just by being in that vibration and that energy field. Yeah, I I would agree. And I actually would extend that boundary. Like, I feel like for me, a lot of my boundary work lately has been more of this global collective consciousness. Mm -hmm. So I find myself absorbing, like when I, whether see... Uh, information, not that I watch the news much anymore, but I have this sense of like this kind of collective consciousness 
And sometimes I feel like I draw that in from a much broader perspective than even from someone in the same room as me. It can be within my city. It could be within, you know, my state or country. And I think we also are affected even on a much larger level. And as we become more aware of how expansive our energy really is, I feel like we can draw that in. And for me, it's been this personal journey of not necessarily always avoiding the, the quote unquote bad energy or, you know, if it's, if it's anger, because goodness knows there is a lot of anger and fear in, in the collective and in individual people, which create the collective really, but just to be able to hold space and to be able to sit with without reacting to all the more lower vibrations that I may you know, that I may be experiencing on a more collective level and then aligning myself with whether it's the people or the groups of individuals that are, is where I really want to go from a a mental and an emotional perspective. So like this podcast is an alignment for me. It was an energetic shift and alignment first within myself. And then being a co-host on the podcast was sort of an affirmation of that alignment. And I think that's even a broader perspective of, of energy boundaries. Absolutely. I could not agree more because, you know, when we feel, when we start to feel maybe heavy energy or, you know, maybe emotions like sadness or anger or, you know, heavy heaviness within our body, and we can't really identify what's coming up for us. You know, I think for me too, as an empath, it's feeling what the collective is feeling and that heavy energy. So if something heavy in the world is going on, like the war in Ukraine, you know, that energy can be felt on a global level because it's not just happening in Ukraine, it's happening all all of us. And, you know, even taking it a step further, you know, might be going a little deep down the rabbit hole, but I'm also Ukrainian. And so I know that's in my DNA. And, and so that is felt even probably deeper. I mean, we're all feeling it on some level, but, you know, recognizing how deep it can really go. And so with awareness, right, because we don't have to allow the energy to say, control us, right? But we can do something about it. And as we shift our own energy and allow the feelings, the energy, the the emotions, the body sensations to flow through us, you know, we can start to help move the energy in individual level And that, you know, because what happens within happens without, you know, outside of us, we can start to also shift things on a global level, but it really takes all of us, you know, on an individual level to really focus inward and be aware of the energy that is coming up for us. Yes, I I definitely agree with that sentiment. And I would add to it a little bit more like one of the, I guess you could call it a tool. It's more of an inquiry that has been so beneficial to me because I used to feel very boundaryless, especially as my energy healing practice increased and I had, you know, more people coming into my sphere. I just noticed that, huh, I felt like I was tired 
and I was experiencing compassion fatigue, even though I love what I do. It wasn't that it wasn't like I was burning out, but absorbing some of that energy, whether it was from people within my sphere or absorbing this collective energy. I still do this a lot today when I just feel out of sorts or out of balance is the best way I can describe it. I just kind of sit with myself for a moment and ask myself, is this mine? Mm -hmm. Like, is this my energy? Is this really my feeling? And just to notice like, hmm, I feel like it's not really mine, even though I am feeling it. But it might be from the person that I just saw, whether it was an hour ago or, or a week ago, or maybe it's something I absorbed from the collective. So I think it is a really impactful boundary that we can create once we have the awareness, mm-hmm. whether that feeling or emotion that's coming through is actually mine, because mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes it's not. Yeah. And and thanks for bringing that point up. Compassion fatigue is a really big one and we can all start to feel, you know, that compassion fatigue when we're taking on energy that isn't ours, right? Or we're trying to work harder or, you know, taking the, you know, other people's or the world's problems on our shoulders to burden ourselves. And, you know, that's not our burden. It doesn't mean that we can't care and we we don't care and we don't want to do something about it but when there becomes this you know feeling that we have to take it all on ourselves or it becomes ours without you know awareness then you know it really starts to weigh down that the body and so to recognize and to zoom out that we can honor those feelings and begin to shift the energy from an individual perspective and you know, also be proactive in, in helping out. So say you want to, you know, donate to the cause or whatever cause there is, but to also shift the energy that we have to then shift it into a new perspective, a new type of energy. So maybe, you know, going from that compassion fatigue or, you know, helplessness, I know that's a big one, powerlessness around, especially these bigger problems to proactivity, to working on what is within our control right now? What can we do? And it might be just something that is just one one step. Or, you know, if it's that person that is coming into our awareness and they had this anger, you know, and it recognizing that it's not our anger to carry, but we have awareness that, okay, I'm feeling this anger to really just sit with that anger and allow that anger to begin to flow through us in a very conscious way. Mm. Yes, I like that idea of flowing, letting the emotion flow through in a conscious way and know that boundaries or boundarylessness, I guess that's a word. I just made it up, maybe, can manifest physically in the body. You know, you mentioned like having this weight weight on the world, I think you mentioned, and I was noticing that, you know, fairly recently, like my shoulders and my neck just ached. And it it literally felt like the weight of the world, like I was just trying to take it all on. And I realized I'm like, oh my gosh, a lot of this physical tension that's holding is is coming from myself not creating safe energetic boundaries that I don't have to take it all on, that I can ask for help, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever kind of form of help 
that I feel like I needed at that time. But I think it's an important awareness that sometimes what we physically feel in the body, whether it's pain, whether it's maybe inflammatory conditions can be, or one of the pieces can be a result of not creating safe energetic boundaries for ourselves. And, you know, for me in my own autoimmune diagnosis, that was huge. That was huge. Like I was stomaching so many of other people's emotions and problems, whether it was individuals or family or the collective. And so I was literally holding this tension in my gut, which then created digestive issues, which then created some inflammation. And it just kind of built one thing after another, after another, until my body finally said enough. Mm-hmm. enough. And I had, a, you know, pretty severe symptoms with my digestion. And a lot of that was not honoring my energetic boundaries. Mm-hmm. And once that started to get into place for me, when I started realizing that and started making sort of, I don't, I call it personal rules for myself. One of my biggest personal rules is at, you know, 8 p.m. I like, I turn off my phone and like no social media and no mindless scrolling so that I can sleep at night Mm -hmm. so that my body gets enough sleep. And for me, that's an energetic boundary Mm -hmm. and I need that to thrive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, setting these energetic boundaries for ourselves is really important to help protect ourselves throughout the day. You know, I know I struggled with that myself, you know, and, and, with autoimmunity and, and things and, and just like, you know, having pains in my body and, and recognizing, you know, okay, there's something deeper there. And, and so what really helped me, especially as my role as a therapist, which really helped me, you know, in my professional and my personal life, because I feel like, you know, the tools I I use in therapy have been things I've used along the way in my personal life. And so there's been an interesting, you know, intertwinement there because I don't think they're separate in the way that I really believe in walking my talk. But anyways, like I recognize that I, you know, not being able to take on other people's stuff. Like I'm not here to fix someone else. I'm here to listen and and hold space for someone. And that's the same with people in my life. Like I can hold space, but it's not my job to fix anyone because no one's broken. We're all on a journey. Right. And so when we finally, when I finally recognized that, you know, many years ago, I was, it took a lot of pressure off myself. And now when someone comes into my office or I'm all online now, when someone comes into my space or I'm, you know, helping a friend or I, I imagine like I put this bubble around myself and, you know, so I have this white light bubble around myself. I fill myself with light and I spread it out there and I spread it to whoever comes into my awareness. And, you know, even people who I I can't see, I, I will send them love and light, you know, throughout the day, but that energetic bubble also protects me from their energy. And so that's been a real huge thing for me because now their energy, if they come in and they're feeling the sadness or this anger, irritation, you know, their energy is not penetrating my bubble because my bubble is keeping me from their energy. Doesn't mean that I don't care. It just means I don't need to take that on. I don't need to allow that to come into my body where 
I want to protect that because I want to feel good. I want to allow the energy to flow more easily. And when I do that, they can keep their own energy. It's not mine to take on. I so resonate with that light bubble of protection around you that you create for yourself um, when you do come into contact with other people. And I do that one as well. And I also love to create affirmations. I guess I am definitely auditory, whether I say it to myself or out loud, but I enter into this energy of, of deserving. Like I deserve, and I use this sentence a lot, I deserve to take up space. You know, and oftentimes I'll just take up this really wide stance and outstretch my arms and be like, I deserve to take up space because so often, and we've talked about this in another episode, we play it small mm. and we don't think we deserve to take up this much now space, meaning energetic space, emotional space, you know, just all of our power and who we really are, mm. you know, because oftentimes we fear sort of all that we could be stepping into that. And it can be scary. It can be scary to actualize and realize our personal power. And so oftentimes I envision myself, you know, in that light bubble and just saying, mm -hmm. I deserve to mm -hmm. speak up for myself, to stand for what I believe is, is true for me. And I think that's an amazing and powerful practice that we can, we can do on a daily basis. I agree. And and words are powerful. You know, what we speak, you know, holds so much truth because words have a vibration. And when we start to vibrate our words out, that's what the universe, that's what other people are going to hear. I know at one point in my life, I was very just not very kind to myself. I noticed, you know, oh, where are these negative thoughts coming from, you know? And, but that's how I would show up when I wouldn't have the confidence I have, or I wouldn't believe that I, you know, had value in what I was saying or fill in the blank. Like, and now like, since, you know, speaking my truth and having those words of affirmation and really speaking the vibration of what I want to be, who I want to be and what I want to create in the world really sets those boundaries. And then other people start really seeing you in that light as well. And that begins to shift the energetic boundaries that people start seeing you as, or that you start creating for yourself. Yes. And that's a very powerful, again, realization that can impact others, hopefully in a positive way. Hopefully they begin to see their own light, but sometimes people can like deflect from that. And that's oftentimes I'll pick up like, oh, I don't, I don't want to brag, you know, I don't want to be too big, you know, and so that can also create an interesting energetic exchange between people, but to really stand in our own truth and our own light, no matter what the other voices say, whether it's our own or whether it's other people, I think is, is so crucial. Absolutely. And just to add to that too, I think sometimes speaking isn't always enough either, but, you know, we can, we can start to speak those words, you know, and they say, fake it till you make it, but it's really tapping into the feeling behind the words. Right. So, you know, we, we have to really tune into the vibration of that. And I find that going out for a walk and starting to speak those words to yourself, you know, while you're 
you're moving because it's connecting with the you know, your nervous system, same with meditation when you're, you know, in meditation and you get quiet and you're, you're allowing those words to bypass the conscious mind to seep into that unconscious. And, and so it's really important to feel what is that, those words, what do they feel like in your body, you know, and that starts to really open up the you know, the stronger vibration of those words. So your mind really begins to also believe that. And then that's when the the strengthening of those boundaries, the energetic boundaries start to really increase. Mm, I love that. So as a wrap up, just telling our listeners these affirmations, remembering that you deserve to take up space. You deserve to be here and to shine your light. And thank you Mm -hmm. so much for listening to Speak the Love. And if you are interested in my book, Your Empowered Soul, A Natural Pathway to Healing Anxiety and Depression, you can find that on Amazon. And Brenda also offers a holistic lifestyle coaching and has a free energy healing yoga video on her website at sacredpathyogaandreiki.com slash healing. Check out our links in the show notes. And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes or liking us on Facebook. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with special guest interviews and speak the love conscious conversations with your co-hosts, myself and Brenda. And a monthly donation of $2.22 or $5.55 really helps with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays and Thursdays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining. (laughs) 